Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There? The family podcast for adults. People who are about to be one kid down. I think for real this time. Mm-hmm. Do we need so. to remake a, the intro so she's not in it anymore? Oh, no. She's cutting me out of her life. Why Cut I it out. Mm-hmm. Feeling calls, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. This whole thing is making me very nervous. Mm-hmm. Because as we've discussed before, okay, here's the deal. Thing one, believe she's found her dream apartment. Yeah, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. to be she, she fair, to, the other night. to be fair, mm-hmm. where you and I started out, no one in their right mind would live there. Right, okay. right. So there's that. Mm-hmm. But this place that she's gonna live, the neighborhood's not the greatest, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a big apartment complex, right? Right. Big apartment complexes I have a problem with only in that they become centers of badness right. very quickly. Yes. Right. And it happens it happens oftentimes outside the control of anybody. All of a sudden there's a whole bunch of shitheads living in your apartment building. Mm-hmm. Or they're coming to see somebody. You get one bad element in there and all of a sudden there's a hundred of them in mm-hmm. there. So we were already kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. But she's moving in with two people she knows, right? Yes. Two gay guys. Right. Who. It's a two bedroom apartment. Mm -hmm. Two gay guys are going to have one apartment. One bedroom. One bedroom. Mm -hmm. She and her boyfriend are going to have the other bedroom. Yes. Do they not understand how annoying this is going to become? No. Well, the thing is, okay, you know, you remember what it was like. Well, not. You didn't move out of the same kind of circumstances. No. But it is exciting. Think about when we it's, when we left your uncle's house I and agree. we got our own apartment. It is, it and is, it was crappity dappity. It is exhilarating to get out on your own and say, "This is my mm-hmm. place." However, exactly. when you and I got out into our place, it mm-hmm. was our place. Right. She has to share mm-hmm. her place, mm-hmm. and I tried to explain to her that roommates suck shit. Because when I lived with my uncle and his roommate, I I honestly wanted to kill both of them before it was over. Because they were just, everything they did, I was like, I'll fucking kill you. You know? And it, admittedly, they had they did drugs and shit in the house. And I was, I was like, do you guys understand that you sitting out here on the fucking porch smoking dope is a good way for us all to lose all of our shit? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to lose all my shit because you got to smoke a fucking joint. So I don't think she's going to have that kind of problem. But two bedrooms is not much space. She's used to having her own room. Right. And she won't have any of that shit anymore. Mm-mm. She will not be able to do her laundry and by right. walking across the house. She'll have to go right. down to the laundry room. And yeah, so they don't even have a laundry hookup in the apartment, right. which I thought was kind of odd. It's not even happening. There's there. no place for well, it. Well, it's student housing more or less. I mean, that's what it's geared it towards. So, so everybody's students, but everybody's gonna be on different schedules, which will be interesting in its in itself. Yeah, I am so glad that she's finally going to have to live in a house where she has to worry about somebody else coming in late at fucking night when she has to get up the next day banging and making mm-hmm. a bunch of noise. I also don't think she realizes how annoying it's going to have to be to listen to two dudes fucking. 
quit. You don't think that's going to happen frequently? Well, hopefully they'll be quiet. Do Do you think? Now this is just a hypothetical question because I don't have any idea, but I would imagine it's true that two dudes who are dating have sex way more often than a guy and a girl. I have no idea. Well, they got it way more often because when it's two guys, if the guy goes, I, I could really, it would be cool if I got off right now. The other guy would be like, sure, why not? Because I can always get off too. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's going to get fucking annoying. And I'm sure the two gay guys are in no way prepared. In no way prepared for having little Miss Pig come live in their house. I already warned him about that. They, but you can't know. Do you know? You, I know. You Not can't until, know. you know, how many times are you going to tell her to put her shoes away or whatever? Because I do it all the time. She comes to the front door. She kicks off her shoes in the middle of the fucking entryway, completely making a mess there. She throws her fucking purse on the couch. She's not going to sit on that couch. She throws her purse on one couch. She throws a bag of half-eaten food in the middle of the floor. She goes in the kitchen, makes a mess, making herself some more food, comes out and sits on the other couch, sprawls out across it with her fucking drink and some other shit, making a mess on the other couch now. She makes a mess of three whole rooms within 10 minutes of coming home. Do they understand that? Well, no, obviously. I mean, they'll have to figure it out. Do they understand what it's going to be like having her in the house when it comes to food? Because I don't think they do. I think the food thing ends up being more of an issue than people give it credit for. Yeah, because she's super picky about food, about what is her food. Mm -hmm. But she has. Well, I think everybody's like that. She has no borders about other people's food. I don't know. I think they're going to have to clearly label things. Fuck. But the okay, so I'm I'm kind of excited for her to move out just because I want her to do it because she's been fucking bitching and planning about it forever. So I'm ready for her to do it, and I think it's enough of a come down that she's gonna be like, eventually she's gonna be like, this kind of sucked. But well, I don't necessarily want it to suck for her. I, mean, I don't I don't want, want it to, to suck, but I want it, I want to understand how nice it was here. You see what I'm saying? Well, I'm sure she'll understand. She looks back and goes, I really kind of had it good before I. You know. Yeah, but there's a certain romanticism and excitement involved I'm with not, being out on your own. I will not I'm, disagree with fully you. I well remember that. I will not disagree with her. However, she we have to make it very clear to her that once she concedes her room to thing two, that's thing two's room. I know. I, already made, I made that very clear. Even I if she moves exactly out that. and she decides that she cannot handle the sounds of butt sex. Even if she moves out and finds out that the gay guys cannot tolerate her throwing tampons all over the fucking house, leaving bloody She's messes. She's not going to do that. Cut it out. You always act like everybody's so repulsively disgusting. Have you been in their not. bathroom? Yes, it's a graveyard. I clean their bathroom. Their, I clean your their, their bathroom, bathroom. Is a graveyard of feminine hygiene. Isn't any dirtier than your side of the oh, bathroom? Oh Jesus! I have never left a bloody rag on the fucking ground. Anyway, I'm just saying. I think it's going to be a huge adjustment for all four people in this new apartment. And I, I wish I could have a reality TV show. Keep an eye on them. I just think it's funny because she asked me if I had her blessing to move out. And I said, well, absolutely. I said, but, you know, <laughs> sure. is it the Taj Mahal? No. Is it a first time apartment? Absolutely. And I also think you were really really smart bringing me here at 11 o'clock at night where i can't see the can't outside, see the outside the <laughs> because day. even in the glimpses of the uh, parking lot lighting i could still see peeling paint and um, warped siding and stuff it's not gonna be great but i'm i'm 100 behind her 
I'm willing to, I wanted to see how it's going to work out. I'm just, she just has to understand she can't just fucking boomerang right back home. She knows. She knows. I promise you, she knows. What do you think she's going to do when the boy can't hack it and he boomerangs? Cut it out. Him? What do you think she's going to do? Give him a chance first. Maybe he'll surprise everybody. Uh, he's not going to. He might. Three months is how much, how long I predict until he is back. I don't know. My him. big fear is that the people that they're moving in with will flake out and they'll end up with no place to live. I'm less concerned about that than I am about the people they're moving in with going, just flat out telling her one day, clean up all your shit or get out. Because she really will make a horrible mess. Well, and if that happens, then, you know, hopefully she'll have learned her lesson and she'll clean up all of her crap and be able to continue. What do you think is going to happen if she moves in there and she starts complaining? Why do I have bugs in my room all the time? I don't understand. I don't know, but if she brings bugs to my house. She's not coming back here. No washing your clothes well, here. I'm assuming that. she'll visit at some point. Yeah, but I'm going to check her at the door for bugs. What are you going to do? Install some sort of scanning system? I'm going to check her hair for nits. What? Come on. I'm going to watch her. If I see her scratching, I'm going to say, get the fuck out of here. Bringing fucking bugs in my house. I think it's going to be a long time before we see her again. That's the only thing. I think you're going to be very sad because she's going to move out and I don't think you're going to see her very often. You know? Mm. Are you worried about I, that? I think the visits will, will lengthen in between each one. Each one will get a little bit longer and a little bit longer. Before we see her again? Mm-hmm. Even though she's only going to live five miles away? Right. I do. Are you going to mandate that she come home so every so often? No. I don't think I can do that any more than I want my mom telling me where, when to come home. Well, we moved 2,000 miles away, so it would have been kind of hard. You know? Okay, even when we lived there in the same town. Well, they didn't care. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, you care is all I'm saying. That's you true. Know? That's true. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Are you excited or are you sad? I mean, I'm excited for her and selfishly sad for myself. Are you starting to feel empty nestish? Not quite yet, but give me a couple more years. I mean, we still got one in middle school. Can you promise me? Feel empty can you nest-ish. promise me if you start getting empty nestish that you just get a cat? I'm gonna get a jellyfish. You a jellyfish? You need something you can squish. and a cat because I think it would be really fun <laughs> to watch the cat watch the jellyfish. Let's say you need something you can squish. Yeah. Squeeze it really hard. What kind of cat are you gonna get? A little baby tiny one. Are you, but are you gonna get a specific kind? Like, do you want to get mm. one of those Scottish fold-eared cats, like Maru, the cat who jumps in boxes? That I don't know. Round, I don't know if I those... necessarily need something fancy schmancy. I can rescue any pitiful little thing. I don't, I don't like rescue cats anymore. Like Salem nah, Junior. I don't like rescue cats anymore. Cut it out. I'm tired of having generic cast-off cats. I don't want anything that I've got to snorkel noses out or, or clean ears oh, out or do, do anything do, special. You don't have to do no eye drops, no shots, none nice. of that crap. Let's do some news. I, however, am not sad at all. We know. I, I think it's my responsibility to raise children who leave the home and go about their business. I agree. But you can still be somewhat emotionally attached. That's I, not going to kill you. I am emotionally attached, but she's managed to lessen that by being a dick to me. Well, she's doing her job right. <laughs> cut those apron strings. Doesn't really cut them. She burns them with a flamethrower. Cauterize. Next story. Watching too much television could shorten your life, a study suggests. Research carried out in Australia and published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine 
showed that every hour of TV watched after the age of 25 may shorten your lifespan by 22 minutes. According to one of the report's authors, Dr. Leonard Veerman from the School of Population Health at the University of Queensland, it puts long hours spent in front of the box in the same ballpark as smoking and obesity. While smoking rates are declining, watching TV is not, which has implications at a population level. This story is interesting because you know what they did not study? People who watch TV while they're doing something else. Well, this is why I recommend having a DVR. Because you don't watch as much? Absolutely. You get through it faster. You can maximize your television watching. Does it make you, knowing that every hour of TV you watch is essentially chopping 22 22 minutes off your life, right? Okay. There's a difference in the quality of the television that you're watching. But that's what I'm saying. If I watch a one-hour show and wish I had that hour back then, yeah, I'm going to okay. be pretty peeved. So, but knowing this, will you change your TV habits? Like, I'm knowing this, I am inclined to do something like, say, I am only going to watch shows that I really like, and I will do something else the rest of my time. Because we were talking about this the other day, when we looked at the DVR and realized that our DVR had stuff on it, but it was nothing we wanted to watch. <laughs> yeah, when it's there for a week and... You've watched everything else, and you finally got down to that one show. Correct. Just delete it. Right. So it makes me say, should I only watch shows that are as high quality as, say, Dexter? Weeds? You know, the big C? Though, the big C this year, they're on thin fucking ice. Yeah, it's kind of boring. Or how about you get one of those uh, little stationary bikes as pedals only, and you stick it in front of your... you pedal it while you're watching? Mm Mm-hmm. See, I wonder about stuff like that. I really do. It makes me wonder. Mm -hmm. But it makes me wonder if if watching TV... Is it as bad for me to watch TV as, say, sitting at my desk working? I don't think so. Because I think the sitting at your desk working is tedious and depressing. At least (laughs) when you're watching TV, hopefully you're getting somewhat entertained. Well, and there's... Like they said, they did not study any doing anything else while you were watching TV. So does the fact that I'm normally reading while I'm watching TV, does that change it? Mm, I don't know. I See, think I it's the sedentary part that's I don't probably know, an issue. But then why didn't they say just sitting will knock 22 minutes off your life for every hour you do it? Yeah. I mean, they, they probably that. should. But I guess it's because people identify with television watching because everybody yeah. does it. Yeah. Pretty much. The only problem with those little pedal bikes, I mean, I I don't know how noisy they are. So then you're going to have to turn your TV up and then you'll have hearing damage. Well, how about if you and I only watch TV when we're fucking? So it's all like a vicious cycle. You know what I'm saying? Only watch TV. No, I don't want to associate Dexter. Shit, I do. No, that's awful. Especially this season. I I don't need to make that connection. This season looks like it's going to be all kinds of crazy. It does look like it's going to be good, but. Do you hope that it ends this season? Uh, We already talked about that, yes. I have such mixed feelings, but I really think this was, if they could take these last 12 or 13 episodes and just put a fucking bow on it, you know? But I don't know. I don't think they can. I think they're terrified of that show ending. You know, because it's like... Well, I'm sure they are. It's but... like when you have one of those crown jewel type shows, it's like, well, what the fuck am I going to replace Well, this they should have been working on it the last five years. <laughs> That's all I got to say. How about you not put all your Line eggs in one basket, up. douche? 
ration it I think out. it's that, what's that show, the spy show that's coming on? That's going to start before Dexter. Spy show. Yeah, the show about the guy who was a PWD and he comes back and I think he's a sleeper agent. You know what I'm talking about? It's no, the guy I can't used remember. To, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, mm. That doesn't look like Dexter level. Whatever. Also. It'll be better than Take the Money and Run. That show's big boring. <sighs> the pro- Did you see the, you, I told you the last one we watched the two sisters, they found the money. You, well, duh. <laughs> the problem with that show, like Kim and I talked about, is that there's no running. They give you a suitcase or a briefcase and tell you you have one hour to hide it. But they get your cell phone records. They get your GPS GPS. location. And what else do they get? Receipts. Receipts. So you're really not running. And you and I have the best plan, I think, is which is I give you the case. Mm -hmm. I stop at a stoplight. You jump out. Right. Mm -hmm. Run across a block or whatever. And hide it, and I pick you up a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So it looks like you're always driving. Right. So it looks like I'm always fucking driving. Mm-hmm. And that way, they don't, because that's how, that's the only time the way they find it is you stopped to fucking hide the thing, and they go where you stopped and look for it. Because it's so dumb. They question you for 48 hours, right? And it's not a solid 48 hours. You're locked up for 48 hours. If you can keep them from finding the money for 48 hours, you get 100 grand. I think the thing, I think it's just all fake. I think, think said, the whole we're going to give you $25,000. Just let's find it. You think the whole thing is fake? Mm-hmm. I do. I think everybody gets paid. Because how, how would you crack? Different scenarios. You know what I'm saying? We were talking about How would you crack? <laughs> and yet people do. That's what I'm saying. How are you going to fucking crack me? When you're in jail, they can break you because they have very real threats to hold over your head, right? You're afraid you might get hurt. You're afraid you might have a much worse jail time coming. You're afraid any number of things could go wrong. When you're on a TV show, here's what I'm getting. I get 48 hours to do nothing. I can just fucking sit here and do nothing. I can sleep. There's nobody bitching at me. I don't have any kids asking for shit. Nobody gets anything out of me. And it's 48 hours during which the people who are questioning me, I will fuck with you mercilessly. Because the first thing they'll say is, where'd you hide the thing? And I will say, I put it in my ass. Do you want to look? And it will be like that for 48 you, you sh- fucking hours. When you're in hours. prison, you don't ever invite an except anal for, cavity search. Except ever. for you know they're never, ever actually going to do anything. They will take you up on it. But that's the thing. You know it's not real, and they will not do that kind of stuff. You, how could you not just be relentlessly surly with them? I totally would. I like the one guy that we watched at the one time, and the guy started making noises to scare him. Right, they, to startle them. Yeah, he's they would, like using <laughs> psychological tactics on them. Yes, because they would question him and then he would It not, worked. He wouldn't say anything for a long time. For like 30 seconds, he wouldn't say anything. And then when he started talking, it would be really loud and very sudden. And they were all like, oh. And he was like, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> Give him $100,000. Next story. If God listens to a group of Franciscan, did I say that right? Yeah, Franciscan friars, a certain Bible thief is going to get the runs. The members of the Florence Religious Order are praying for the unusual vengeance to be brought down on whoever stole a rare edition of the good book from the lectern of a 15th century church of San Salvador, Almonte. Making matters worse, a replacement Bible donated by a worshiper also promptly went missing, according to the Italian newspaper. We pray to God that the thief is struck by a strong bout of the shits, the friar wrote in a note posted in the church where Michelangelo once worshipped. Such a condition might encourage him to carry out no further thefts. <laughs> my, 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 aren't they using such genteel language? <laughs> I don't, that's, and that was actually what they said. I think maybe that you get 
struck down by a mighty thunderbolt <laughs> how, that way down, or lightning I was gonna bolt. Say, how do you think God feels with you trying to have him curse people with diarrhea? Isn't that more like a voodoo-ish kind of thing? A li- not, not really a turn the other cheek sort of activity going on there. He's my God powers to put some diarrhea up your butt. seem very Franciscan. <laughs> it seems a little rude. I read it and I was like, did I read that right? They actually, they did. Like they wanted to curse. They didn't even bleep guy. it out. No, you know, they did put a little asterisk. Well, they, they did, but oh, I, did. but you I filled it in. But I oh, thank it you in. so much. Well, because it would have been dumb. You know what I'm saying? It's not like when you're listening to the podcast. What would you have said? S bleep 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 bleep. Yes. Come on, that's silly. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's weird that they think it's okay to call down a curse on somebody. Because I'm trying to think of the Bible. I don't think there was a lot of like. God didn't have people calling down curses. He occasionally poxed people, you know, and he would throw a smite down on people himself. Right. But he wasn't real down with you asking him to smite people for you. He'd, I know. he'd usually go, come on, I think you need to handle this. On when your I own. first read this, I thought there was a specific Bible passage that they were referring to. <laughs> that this would be something that would be a fate that and, would befall and, a Bible thief. And lo, the thieves were brought down by the shits. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to me. But but do you think someone would get the runs so bad enough, you know, having read the uh, sentence from the friars? If right. you read that in the newspaper, you know it pertains to you, and then you come down with the runs. Would you just automatically assume that it was going to be a never-ending case of diarrhea? I would get scared. And you would turn it in? I would get scared. Diarrhea is not as funny as people make it out to be. Diarrhea Do you think can, diarrhea is funny? I mean, I really... It's kind of jokes, shit jokes and stuff, but diarrhea I can guess. turn very dangerous on your ass when you're least Quickly. expecting it. Kind of like a man, woman, wild when he had his wife giving him an enema. Well, I don't think that was for having diarrhea. What do you think his problem was? The opposite, maybe. He was constipated, so they're yeah. on a boat, and he, what kind of mm-hmm. diarrhea, what kind of enema is he going to get? Uh, seawater? That's not a good what idea. What else could it be? How fast, how fast would a seawater enema kill you? I don't know. Pretty fucking quick. Would you do that for me? No. <laughs> you would just like, you better figure it out. I'm afraid you're going to have to give yourself your own enema. I got to draw the line somewhere. Well, when I had my upper and lower GI stuff looked at when I was a kid, I had to give myself an enema. I handled it. You know, I'm going to get my mom. Would you like me to help you? You need to get away from me. <laughs> no. I think I think I can figure out how this is supposed to work. And you are not going to help. It's not terribly complicated. Well, that's another show I'm kind of interested in seeing is the man, woman, I, wild. I would be I'd, more interested in it if it didn't appear that he's just fucking with her all the time. Because a lot of it looks like he's just doing shit grandstanding. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Though he did the spinning chicken neck popper on Mm -hmm. a chicken. Mm -hmm. I can't believe they are going to air that. Me either. (laughs) He says in the commercial, she's holding the chicken and he goes, all right, it's time to eat the chicken. And he spins it. (laughs) Because that's how you kill a chicken. It's not new. But I'm surprised they usually don't show that. No, usually usually don't show it. He wasn't very good at it. My grandma was better than him. But it's like Discovery Channel, so they get away with a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Like National Geographic magazine. Well, and we were seeing, we saw Surviving the Cut, too, which was, what were those guys training for? Do you remember? It was the engineers. They were, engin- they were like sappers, right? And part of their training was, if you're in the wilderness, you got to get your own fucking food. 
And they went on this big long hike, and they get to the thing, okay, you're about to have a hot meal. And then they opened up cages, and it was chickens and bunnies everywhere. Catch it, kill it, clean it. A lot of those people didn't have any hesitation. I mean, you could tell there were people there who were used to hunting or whatever. But there were a lot of people that looked at that, and they were like, I don't think I can kill it. Yeah, ever. like a little tear <laughs> going down their eye. Yes. Fluffy bunny. They were all pure white and very sweet looking. Yes, too. they weren't. None of them. None of <laughs> none them were, were scabby, grungy looking. None of them were rabbits you would ever see in the wild because they were all Easter bunny looking rabbits. But I was surprised how many people were leery about killing a chicken. Chickens are, are gross and nasty and not nice. So I don't have any qualms about cracking your neck and eating you. You know? Well, it's the thing. All the people that hesitated ended up with bunnies. Yeah, you need to. That's much harder. You need to jump right in there and grab a chicken. Because a chicken too is something you're used to. You know what I mean? When you start butchering a chicken, you it won't take very long before you go, "Oh, this looks familiar." You know when you when exactly. you when you skin a rabbit down, you know what a rabbit looks like when you're skinning it. A rabbit. Chihiro. They look like little dogs once you pull their bunny suits Aww. off because they have, you know, they're just they have the kind of narrow tapered waist and the big back legs and the chest it's like little dogs i don't know i still think people should have to at least once in their life go kill their own fucking food just so they know but oh i i can handle fish you've killed your own food before fish you've slaughtered cows before well yeah but i didn't actually do the slaughtering part all no, i did was take the chunks of meat as they came <laughs> down the conveyor belt and put them in the grinder i'm just saying you know you have an understanding well yeah but Next story. In a random survey, 47.8% of married Americans, 49% of men and 46.3% of women, reported being very intensely in love with their spouse, according to a research team led by Stony Brook University's psychologist K. Daniel O'Leary. Another 13.4% said they were intensely in love, while 26.2% chose the term very in love. Not surprisingly, those figures were lower for couples in the second decade of marriage compared with those in the first 10 years. But they bounced back in the third decade. For those married over 30 years, 40% of women and 35% of men reported being very intensely in love. Does this story make you nervous? No. Because you're already not in love, right? Oh my God, would you shut the F up? I am so tired of it. I find these stories interesting because I, I do think that men stay in love with their wives longer than their wives stay in love with their husbands. I think that's true. I don't know. I don't think. Research bears me I mean, out. there's a difference, like, being very intensely in love when you're first falling in love. That's completely different. I think people have different ways of measuring things. I think it's subjective. I love you more now than I did when we first started going Yeah, but it's not the same. It's different. It's more now. God. Like if it was if it was ten before, it's thirty now, and you're like it was eight before, and it's three now. Would you like to hold on to that three? I don't really care. I've decided that I'm going to love you enough for both of us. Okay. And part of it's going to be is I'm going to force you to love me back because that works really well. I've been reading a lot of books lately, and it seems like it's possible. Yeah, you need to stop that. <laughs> I think I think first you're going to have to get used to living in your box, though. Once you adapt to the box, I think the rest of it will go pretty easy. I'm pretty sure it's even harder to hold on to that 3% when you're actually the one in the box. No, no, no. I'm going to Stockholm you. 
you'll love me so much because you won't have any choice. That's great. <laughs> I'm just trying to make our marriage stronger, Kim. Mm-hmm. And if you have to wear a dog a collar, and stuff, to me. if you just have to wear a dog collar for 18, 20 hours a day, I don't think it's a big deal. It could be worse. I could not love you at all. That's true. But I think it's interesting that there's a big dip after 10 years. Then it comes back a little bit after 30 years. And then there's another dip after 40 years. 40 years is a long time. If people are even registering the fact that they're still with somebody, that's pretty good. (laughs) We have such very different ideas. <laughs> it's, that's of why course. I, okay, think about it, though. People. <laughs> I, get, I get nervous because I've told you before. I get, I get nervous because I believe that you love me. I'm not saying that you don't, right? But I believe that you love me in the same way that you love a good bowl of soup on a winter morning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think, it's warm and comforting. I think I'm comforting and you like having me around. But I don't, I don't think... I don't think that you would. Uh, it's hard to explain. I okay. If I if I came home and saw you kissing somebody, I would punch the shit out of them right then, right? I mean, immediately punch the shit out of them. No question asked. I don't care who they are. Shit's getting punched out because that's the way I feel. Mm-hmm. And I think you'd be like, Meh. at least he's not that's trying not to. True. At least he's not trying to kiss me. That's not true. My point was, though, is people are waiting longer to get married. So if they're in their 30s, oh. by the time you you hit that 40-year mark, you're in your 70s. You're pretty lucky to have, you know, to maintain that couple status to begin but with. But 70 is the new 50. Not for everybody. Come oh, on now. Come on. There's way too many things out there that bite you in the butt after 50 <laughs> or whatever. I like how you just start writing people off. No, nope, you, you die. Well, it's like these horrible things, Parkinson's and all that stuff. They're just like lurking in the sidelines, just ready to pounce at an opportune moment. Well, they are, but you and I are, we've talked about this before. I'm not as worried about the brain problems as I used to be because it doesn't really run in our family. That's true. We do the things that we're told will keep you from losing your brain. Right? We don't. We're not, we're always using our brain to do stuff. We're learning new stuff all the time. We're doing creative things all the time. You know what I'm saying? So that doesn't, stuff doesn't worry me as much. And the physical stuff is a little bit worrisome, but I think you can get, I think you can get over it. I think, I think, I think a well, lot of a lot things of are much can. better. You're much more likely to get over them now than you used to be. Let's put it that way. I don't like to think about it too much. So I would just like you to love me again. That's all I'm asking. And not like a bowl of soup. But I like soup. I'd like you, for you to start thinking of me like you used to as a penis with a brain. It's actually too hot for soup right now. Yeah. <laughs> but that is why I try to take you on adventures every once in a while. I know. Take you on one here in another hour or so. Actually, about four hours from now. Are you excited? A little bit. I got to get some sleep first. <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm very excited, but I really am going to have to have I don't know if I'll be able to sleep, but I need to. Nah, you'll sleep. I'm thinking about having a shot or two and help me slumber off. She'll work that off before we have to get up and go anywhere. And maybe I'll put it in the fridge. Oh, my God. Shut up. That'll help me sleep for sure. Okay. You got any other stories? No. I might keep finding these stories about how men love their wives Mm -hmm. more until you believe me. 
Okay. Who they want to call us? Where can they call us? They can call or Google one at 214-267-9899. Email. RWTYshow at gmail.com. All right, Cam. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. <laughs>